Today on Locked On Rockies, is there hope for Rockies fans? Well, Locked On MLB host Sully stops by to give us his thoughts. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 14th day of November in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, guess what? You're in the right spot. That's what we do around here each and every day is talk about Colorado Rockies baseball. You can find us on your favorite streaming service. You can find us on your favorite YouTube platform, which is I guess the only one you can find us on the locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Your subscription there really, really helps the show grow really, really does uh, a, a big, big time help for me here on the pod. So if you're curious, go check it out there. You can see the video podcast and uh, be part of the show. Just like, let's see uh relic 021 30 out of 30 of course Petrillo put them there one of the all-time Rockies haters I think much better times are close possibly even next year Jones and Tovar looking like perennial four war players Amador an impact player in close Joe Rock Case Williams Carson Palmquist all ready for 2024 at some point Dollander and Sullivan both impact arms soon multiple strong bullpen arms here and on the way Romo Fulford close hope for McMahon to finally become a five war player like he has potential to be we can just get some starting pitching relief. It could get real interesting real quickly. That's a good point, and you can fire off your Rockies hot takes and lots more there on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is uh, your home for the NFL season and more. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com to get started. All right. This first section here, I'm just going to do a little quick intro here. Is, uh, yesterday, we talked about the Rockies being at the bottom. Now let's talk about the Rockies having some hope. Let's dive into some outside perspective, and let's talk about with uh, Sully of Locked On MLB to get his perspective on the team and how he thinks the Rockies are doing it going into this season. Because if you remember, Sully covered the team for a bit, got to actually get a deeper look at this team as compared to other teams and other people where they just get a brief glimpse of the Rockies, just see maybe just a little bit, just see like a little highlight of the Rockies. So we talk about uh, the things to like about the Rockies, the things to be excited about the Rockies. We do bring up the, the 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 reasons to be concerned and the worries and all sorts of other things. So it's a great conversation about that. But just keep in mind, as we're going into 2024 and and, and heading into the new season and heading into spring, that while we need to continue to be critical, we need to also focus on the potential that this team does have. It's there. It exists. But just like with everything, can the Rockies unlock it? And can the Rockies take steps forward? Our, our big theme of the last couple of weeks continues in this conversation as well. But when you, it's nice and it, it's refreshing to talk to people and be able to actually hear someone that, that, that knows a little bit more about the club that's seen these young guys that can make an impact on this team. Uh, we also have a quick conversation about uh, manager of the year that is going to be announced today as well. So really, really great conversation uh, with Sully, really great conversation coming up here in just a, 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 a little bit, but um any other Rockies, not too much Rockies news and notes uh, lately as well. Things are kind of uh, cool right now. Cool is that weird stuff that just happened there 
at the owners meeting was uh, something that uh, I, I think puts at least a, another moment of not a lot of contact, not hearing a lot from the Rockies. And, uh, you know, it's I, I, I'm, I'm not overtly frustrated by that, but it is something that um, uh, to, to, to consider there or at least something that's a bummer where we could have at least maybe gotten a little bit more insight from the Rockies on this first part, first meetings of the offseason. Uh, and the other news, uh, Rookie of the Year, of course, uh, Corbin Carroll dominates for the NL and, and, and was there. And then uh, what was, I'm trying to total blank on his name there on the Orioles side. Um, Henderson, that was uh, uh, Gunnar Henderson. That was his name. And, you know, th there's real no argument. The, the Rockies weren't going to have anyone that goes up there and, 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 and compares to Corbin Carroll. But I think one thing that's interesting when you look at Corbin Carroll's numbers and Corbin Carroll's season there, who was incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. But at the same time, Nolan Jones was somewhat close. I mean, of, uh, not nearly as many uh, at-bats. Carroll gets 565 and uh, Jones has 367. So nearly 200 more at-bats for Corbin Carroll. So that, that can factor into it. But Nolan uh, Corbin Carroll finishes with 161 hits, 25 home runs, 285 batting average, 116 runs scored, 76 RBI. 54 stolen bases and a uh, advanced line of uh, 362 OBP slugging of 506 an OPS of 868 and an OPS plus of 134. Nolan Jones and his 367 at bats, 109 uh, hits, 20 home runs, 297 batting average, 60 runs, 62 RBI, 20 stolen bases. And then uh, OBP slugging OPS line 389. 542, 931 with an OPS plus of 138. I think there's a very good argument to be made that if Nolan Jones played as many games as Corbin Carroll this year, Nolan Jones would have been a really good pick for rookie of the year. And it's, you know, and, and he continues to be the lightning rod one of the most, if not the most exciting Rockies player there. So just some interesting perspective there when you're looking at, could the Rockies have had a rookie of the year as well? If Nolan Jones had the same amount of time, there's a great, great, great argument to be made there. So at least for me, I mean, and you can take the defense and, and everything else Corbin Carroll is doing, but listen to them. When you look at those offensive numbers, Nolan Jones ain't far off from, from being one of uh, being compared to one of the best young players in all of baseball. And that is a big, big deal for the Rockies uh, as they continue to fly under the radar. Uh, let's get ready to dive into our crossover here with Sully and take a quick break to hear about our friends at FanDuel. Let's do that right now. Hey, look at that. Is, is that, am I looking at Paul Holden of Locked on Rockies? I'm here. I'm happy at to be here. Well, I could have bet that you were going to be there. If you're going to make any bets, I'll tell you exactly where. Where would you go if you had to make any bets? Well, I think I'd go to America's number one sports book. I'd go to FanDuel.com, but not just FanDuel.com. I'd go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Because, Sully, I believe there's a special bonus offer going on right now. If people Tell me about it. I need to know. I need to this, know. Uh, NFL action. I don't know if you are, are someone that uh, – believes in your football team but if you 
want to get in on all the action at FanDuel. New customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you're a Broncos fan like myself, if you believe in Russell Wilson and the Broncos or maybe your favorite football team, check out all the action at FanDuel.com. If you've been if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over, under, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on for all the action this NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Hey, it is Paul Holden here. Welcome back to the show, Paul. Good to see you again. Happy um, to be here. I am a little bit behind in my Broncos fandom. Is Lewis Wright still on the team? Is Carl Mecklenburg still on the team? <laughs> I don't I'm know. A little, you, like, is, Lyle, is Lyle Alzado still on the team? How do you have enough room in your – we spent an entire pre-show of you highlighting different threads of alternate baseball universes – and then you're able to then proceed to pull, pull out deep cut Denver Broncos. So your 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 sports knowledge can cannot be tamed. I, I really not, it's, 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 it's really only baseball. It's really only baseball. <laughs> I had a bunch of cousins who were born and raised in in Colorado and were big Broncos fans. And my my cousin Beth still is a rabid Bronco fan. So that's really the only reason I I I, I don't think I can name a single player the current Broncos. Um, you know, right now un, unless it's uh um uh is uh wait a minute is chris harris is no longer on the team right he's no, no longer no. okay okay then then still still a while back hey uh paul holden here um i pinch hit for you for what was it a couple yeah of, like, thanks a so week much or so. For, for doing that and and with that i got a a look at a rockies team a lot closer than most people did this year right um uh, and i happen and, and thankfully i was doing it on the the week where they absolutely flummoxed the Yankees. So that was a fun time to be following them when they had that, that bizarre sweep of the Yankees and the, that weird extra inning game, which I, I, I think may still be going on. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but this was, a well, let's not mince words here. This is a rough, this was a rough year. Any team where you're don't, you don't crack the 60 win mark. Um, you you kind of hope you get at least six bagel, you know, mm-hmm. on in the wind calm, and they they fell just shy of that fifty nine. Um, despite that, I actually think there were some bright parts to this season, and uh, I, and you are our resident Rocky guy. What are your thoughts on this season? And and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you once I hear your thoughts. I'll tell you why I think there is a little bit of hope moving forward. Yeah, the Rockies, uh, first time in franchise history that they lose 100 games. And uh, there you go. First time. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's it's and, you know, what's really interesting with the Rockies is you can look at it kind of in two different chunks. The Rockies that started the season are completely different from the Rockies that finished the season. The, Mm -hmm. The best props that you can give to the Rockies this season was the activity at the trade deadline. They were able to move on from a ton of veterans on expiring contracts. Lose some good uh, arms from the bullpen, and that definitely was a factor into why the Rockies' bullpen struggled as much as it did in the uh, second half of the season. Pierce Johnson goes and goes to the Braves. Brad Hand also leaves. 
uh, the Rockies. But, you know, losing CJ, you know, moving on from CJ Crone and Randall Gritchick and, 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 and those contracts was massive. And what did the Rockies get for those players? Pitchers. And that's yes. exactly what they needed to do. And, and you know, are those pitchers going to pan out? I, at this point, it doesn't matter. They just got a lot more arms into the system for contracts that they weren't going to continue. And they allowed and freed up a lot of space to let a lot of their young guys play. And we got to see that the Rockies potentially have the best defensive center fielder in baseball. And I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I'm not, I'm not mincing words when I'm no, saying that. Um, no, you're not. And you, nor you should, nor should you be. Brenton Doyle is going to could his defense will change the narrative for games for the Rockies. It did. I mean, there was some, yeah. there were moments where the Rockies were tied or, uh, in close ball games, and Brenton Doyle was doing things at center field that the Rockies have never seen before. Now, unfortunately, his offense was abysmal, but he made an adjustment to his swing at the end of the season and was making a, a significant upside. Brenton Doyle has uh, potentially the most upside, I think, of, of any player of the Rockies mixed in with uh, another thing the Rockies did in 2024 that people might not realize is they made one of the best trades in baseball. They acquired Nolan Jones for, for flipping a prospect. And Nolan Jones was by, he, he misses out on the awards and some recognition because the Rockies hesitated to play him too long, but right. he was the best player on the Rockies. He's got a cannon yes. of an arm. He's got, he's, he can hit at cores and on the road. In fact, I believe if I, if last time I looked, I'll, I'd have to double check, but he might've been better as a hitter on the road versus Coors Field, which, which you know, is weird. Which is very weird. Which is very weird. But the splits aren't far off. I believe he was like it was like around 300 on the road and like 284 at home batting average wise. It's Nolan Jones has a tremendous amount of upside and the Rockies have, have struck gold again with their shortstop. Ezekiel Tovar is young and and he already he was a gold glove finalist. The Rock mm -hmm. uh, uh, there he missed out. He lost to Dansby Swanson and I believe another really big name there. Um, so you're not going to be upset with that. The, so they have a lot of really exciting young guys. And one of the nice, cool storylines for us Rockies uh, fans, too, even though he was banged up, Charlie Blackman is still impactful for this mm -hmm. team. And he's coming back for for, for one more go in, in 2024, which which I think, honestly, is a great move because Chuck was still swinging. the. I mean, he still was hitting triples. He was hitting right. extra base hits. The biggest concerns with the Rockies continues. To, this pitching staff is decimated. And some of the veteran guys that you have are – really Ryan McMahon still hasn't broken out yet. Brendan Rogers has to play a full healthy season. And of course the big albatross of, of, a, of the Chris Bryant contract, because mm -hmm. the Rockies have not gotten a, a full season of play from Chris Bryant yet in the first two seasons of that mega deal. All right. Well, let me just tell you, I, you, you, you really uh, hit on some of the stuff I want to talk about. Uh, first and foremost, yes. Cleaning house of the contracts and, Sometimes you sometimes you almost have to go quantity over quality. Sometimes you have to say, "Hey, look, are you going to get a blue chipper for CJ Cron? Are you going to blue chipper for some of these guys?" No, but if you just flood your system with players who are who could potentially do something, that's better than just letting a player walk. And it always blew. I mean, the the Rockies a few years ago totally whiffed at the trade deadline when they didn't deal Story when he had when he had value. I wonder if they're learning from that. Like someone like Pierce Johnson, they got they got a major league, a pitcher from the who's on the who's on the major league roster now. I mean, is is uh, Victor Vodnik is he on the short list of Cy Young contenders? Not really, 
but at least you're you you sometimes need to just fill your system where either you know roll the dice and one of them two may win or you just have good players in your system that may help develop other players but also i saw in the week or so that i was filling in for locked on rockies uh over the summer i got to see uh brenton doyle a bunch and okay he's not no, he's not going to put up offensive numbers that are going to make people forget about Larry Walker. That being said, you can always get offense at cores. You can always get someone to be like, oh, your numbers were down last year. Why don't you sign with us and boost your numbers a little bit? But if you have a gold glove center fielder in that gigantic space that is Coors Field, and you don't, and you don't have to worry, you know, a great center fielder can give you a little bit of wiggle room in left and right field. And if they wind up having um, – Jones is primarily a left fielder, right? I mean, I remember he played some – Nolan Jones played a little left, a little right. Let's yeah. say you have left and right field is Nolan Jones and Doyle. You've, that's a good def, – that's, that's good defense out there. And if you have someone chasing down those triples in the alley, sometimes when if you're not going to build up – and this is, I think, the point you were trying to make here. that If you, if you can't build up a – you know, a 1995 Braves pitching staff in this team at least put together a solid defensive squad. Tovar, yeah, and, Jones, yeah. Doyle, you know, behind the plate, Diaz. If you have good defense, at least cut down on the dumb runs. You know they're going to be, score a bunch of runs there anyway, but let's cut down on the dumb runs. And I think that is a big ray of hope for the Rockies to improve on well okay they're improving on a 59 win season but i think there is i I have moderate optimism moving forward yeah no that's you you nail it there that's the thing we we can't get ahead of ourselves because the thing with the rockies is we have to trust it's the organization that needs to prove it there's an exciting young core here this team might potentially be one of the best defensive teams in baseball They'll have five. It might not be crazy to say at the end of the 2024 season, the Rockies have five gold glove finalists. I mean, McMahon was a finalist. Tovar was Mm -hmm. a finalist. Doyle was a finalist. Nolan Jones missed out on like, yeah, he he probably probably would have been up there. Elias Diaz, uh, you know, he, 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 he is still a, he can uh, catch runners stealing. He's Mm -hmm. still a fine defensive shorts, uh, uh, defensive backstop there. Uh, the Rockies are, you know, first base is they're not putting Montero on third and worrying about that. Brendan Rogers again. I mean, there, there's another gold glove candidate there. I mean, uh, the, the Rockies are full of potential. It's just how are they going to navigate this pitching staff? Because two of their main uh, of their pitchers of the of the rotation that they extended go down with significant injuries this year. And you won't see them until uh, h- halfway at least through the season. So no Herman Marquez, no Antonio Senzatella for the Rockies. Uh Austin Gomber, I think we have seen at least the best version of the Rockies version. Maybe there's another team out there. Uh, Gomber is fine, and Kyle Freeland is fine. But when you look at the the trends of these guys, their strikeout numbers are going down. Their walks are up. So this Rockies coaching staff, it's on them, really. I mean, this team needs to – that's the biggest concern of when I look at this because this defense is going to back up this week Rockies pitching staff. They're going to be better and they're going, I don't buy, I don't think by much, but this defense is going to help keep them in ball games. It's going to cut down on those situations as long as the pitching can keep it in the yard, but it's a matter of this 
coaching staff being able to get the most out of these players and help these young guys develop. And that's when I'm worried because the, they, they haven't moved on from anyone in the pitching department yet. Kyle Freeland is trend all is trending downward and the Rockies pitching is in the lowest percentile of strike percentage and walks are way up and they, they aren't, they and the health of these pitchers. I mean, lots of Tommy John's going on in, th throughout the system too. So as, as, as much as there is this glimmer of hope and excitement, because there are some legit interesting players on this team, it's how do the Rockies themselves manage and, and coach and get the most out of these players and then build around them that I'm worried about. Let me give you, before we, before we let you go, Paul, let me give you my little pieces of, of recent history, giving you a tiny glimmers of hope. Um, just looking at Arizona, who two years ago were also a 100-loss team, looking like the proverbial spider in the toilet flailing around. <laughs> um, and this was a team that whiffed on the Bumgarner signing and whiffed on the Goldschmidt trade. You know, they, there's, on that World Series roster, there wasn't anything left over from the Goldschmidt deal. And Bumgarner was DFA'd. And if you had told me back in 2021, back when the Giants had won 107, Dodgers won 106, Padres were going like supermarket sweep at, at the free agent deadline, that the next NL West team to make the World Series was going to be Arizona. Uh, I would have loved to have gone to FanDuel to make that bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a couple of things that Arizona did that I think – I'm seeing Colorado do was they're emphasizing some de organizational depth. They're emphasizing defense. Now, obviously they, they, they won big on the Zach gallon trade. So having, you know, having two aces at the top of your staff, obviously help a lot, but they became a better defensive team. We're not afraid to cut loose players and they didn't jettison their manager. They didn't jettison Lavolo after the 100-someone lost teams. And no, this wasn't your fault. And maybe having a steady hand there instead of handing the car keys to a new person, I think, was the smart thing to do. And I would not begrudge Bud Black, who, again, I don't think is the reincarnation of John McGraw, but he has had good years as a manager. And I like that he's still there. I like that there is that steady hand there. And I think if they focus on let's make ourselves defensively airtight, you're always going to be able to get hitters. And the defense may be able to make up for some of the pitching uh, shortcomings. It wouldn't surprise me if the Rockies, I don't think they're going to be contenders next year. But no. it wouldn't surprise me if they're legit contenders by 2025, especially if they continue to develop a solid defensive team to make up for their pitching shortcomings. Yeah, I mean that the the biggest thing is is building a pitching rotation that's going to be able to help them. Why were the Rockies able to make the playoffs uh, in back to back seasons? They didn't have the best rotation in baseball, but they had a good enough rotation. It was, a, it was yeah, it did the job. It did. It the did job. the job, and 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 that's the thing. You know, they extend Herman Marquez even with these injuries. You do have the same type of pitchers, but they're getting older. I, I really do think the the Rockies are going to have to convince a flashy pitching name at some point to come in. And I think that comes after impressing in 2024 where this team is going to be, I don't think they're going to be say the reds or an immediate team that flips around, but they're going to be in more ball games. They're going to be a more entertaining and better team this year. Because again, that first half of the season was a completely different look at the lineup about uh, that uh, in April and June 
or, uh, you know, April and May versus the lineups that were finishing in September. And it's a completely different team with, with just a mix. And, and who knows? I mean, if the Rockies do get a full healthy season of Chris Bryant, we haven't seen what that impact might be. If, if Chris Bryant still has MVP caliber ball in, you know, just those elements that MVP elements and, and can be some even close somewhere close to what he used to be. We haven't seen that yet, but the biggest concern for the Rockies is going to be pitching, but they, they, they added the depth. Like you said, they, I think they got seven pitchers at the trade deadline there. There are some interesting names and you have Kyle Freeland and, uh, and uh, uh, Austin Gomber there. Well, that was an inadvertent bumper right there, but that's going to, I guess that'll take us into our final segment here. So, uh, Paul Holden, I, you know, look at, I'm, I'm not trying to be kumbaya with the Rockies here. I mean, obviously they got a long way to go, but I, I, I think uh, a, a baseball team owes, if they can't give them a present, they got to at least give them a future. Right. You know, if you can't, if you, if you're putting, if you're not going to be a contender, especially within expanded playoffs, you at least have to give them a sense of, Hey, we, we, we know what we're doing We're we got it. We got a direction. And I actually think the rocks have a direction. I, I have, a I have, uh, guarded confidence in them. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's the first time that they've ever signaled that they are in a rebuilding phase by, by doing what they did at the trade deadline, by actually playing these young guys, they haven't cleared up playing time for everybody and they haven't done anything too flashy in the last couple of years. Uh, this is hopefully the, the, the signs to be encouraged by. And, uh, it's just when the time comes again, what are they going to do? And, uh, the big question will be: Is is Brendan Rodgers going to be the next uh, big piece moved from there? That how does the front office handle that? Do they want to move on from what was uh, what I thought was going to be a, a key building piece? So there's the the Rockies will not be relevant that much in 2024, but they will be a better and more fun team, and they will definitely uh, Brenton Doyle these. Brenton Doyle and Nolan Jones are going to be some of the most fun outfielders in the entire game next well, year. Well, you're going to be one of the most fun Rockies podcasters in the game. Where can people follow your show? You can find us at Locked on Rockies uh, on your favorite streaming service. You can also find us Locked on Rockies on your YouTube channel. And uh, you can follow the show on X at LO Rockies. And uh, I'm at Paul Holden 33. And uh, so what's the next award? Uh, So this is being dropped on Tuesday the 14th. Uh, So on Wednesday, we're going to see the Cy Young Awards. Uh, no Rockies there. Up? Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, we have our guy from Rockies. Who, uh, I want to get a day in advance. Who's your Cy Young pick? Oh man, I uh, for for me, I, I you know, give it to give it to Gallon. Give it to him. You know, I think that it's he was the key, one of the key pieces, and and one of the, the stability reasons that helped the the, the D backs get there to navigate that 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 difficult uh, second half of the season. Yeah, uh, you know. I, I don't think he. I, give it to give it to Gallon. I'm going to go and, and and root for my my NL West uh, 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 rival there. Yeah, I personally would give it to Gallon, but I think it's going to go to Snell. My prediction is yeah. going to go to Snell, and I think Garrett Cole is a no brainer in the American yep. League. And so, um, as we're talking about Rockies and the awards, that brings us to today's trivia question. The trivia question is Rockies centric. Okay, who was the first Rockies player to crack the top ten? In the MVP vote ever. Don't answer it, Paul. I want to have the I for the for my listeners, for my everyday Sully listeners, 
put it right here in the YouTube comments. And if you're listening to us on Locked on Rockies, put it down in the, U- in the YouTube comments for Locked on Rockies or at Locked on MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. Remember, I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. I see Paul Holden is dying to give his answer, but he's going to give it to me once the show's over. I don't want to spoil anything here. Talking about the Manager of the Year Award, plus, you know what? There's some optimism in the Rockies. At least they appear to have a plan. Whether or not the plan works is up for debate, but nothing's worse than a rudderless team. And I think Mr. Triceratops has put a rudder into the water. Unfortunately, they're in Denver. Not a lot of places to row. This has been a Locked On MLB, Locked On Rockies crossover. He's Paul Francis Holden. I'm Paul Francis Sullivan. You can call one of us Sully. It's up to you to guess 